Well, good morning. Welcome to a season of miracles and welcome to the new norm. You know, the new norm is something that all of us are getting used to. I, I need you to get your head and your heart around this because the Lord Jesus is so wanting to manifest himself among us in unusual ways. When we talk about a, a season of the miraculous or the, the miraculous being the new norm, it means that God wants to continually work with you and me, work with us. He wants to manifest his glory. And this is the season to do that. And along with the season of miracles as the new norm, prayer is also the new norm. In fact, the honest, it's difficult to separate miracles from prayer. It's, it's indeed true that God, the God that we serve, is a God who answers, longs to answer prayer. And answer in such a way that you know it was God that answered and not an accident or a circumstance or a happenstance. But God himself is the one who heard you and gives credence to the fact that he belongs to you and you belong to him. In the book of Matthew, let Matthew's narrative, let that narrative be your story today for prayer. From the 15th chapter of Matthew, verses 21 through 28, find that there in your electronic Bible, for most of us use electronic Bibles now instead of paper, find it there and let your eyes be opened as you read and see, may you see into the scripture as the Holy Spirit is able to open your eyes. God, your Father, wants desperately to answer your prayer, but how can he answer a prayer that's never been prayed? How can he perform what he's able to perform if he doesn't have someone who's calling upon his grace and mercy? It's the economy of his kingdom. And right now, the Holy Spirit is raising the bar on prayer in the body of Christ. And you, my friend, you, my sister, my brother, my couple, my, my, my son, my daughter, I, I want to tell you that, that God, your Father, his ears are attentive to your prayer. Matthew 15 says this, Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him, crying out to him, saying, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. And verse 23 is a curious verse. Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and argue, argued him, saying, urged him rather, saying, send her away, send her away. She, she keeps crying out after us. And he answered, I was not, I was sent only, this is what Jesus finally said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. And the woman came and knelt down before him. Lord, help me, she said. And he replied, 
Listen to he, Jesus reply. It is not right. I couldn't hardly believe my ears when I read this the first time. It is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she said. What an answer. Yes, Lord, she said. But even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Great God in heaven. Then Jesus answered, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Oh, my God. Maybe you could find yourself in the midst of this. This, this that happened in the times of Jesus would now be repeated in your life. Because some of you are crying out for prayer. You need changes and you don't have the power to make the changes you're praying for. Like this woman, she has several disadvantages. First of all, it is noted that she came by herself, so she probably was not married. And if married, where was her husband? Disadvantage in those days, in that culture, to be a woman without a covering of a man. Second thing you might want to notice about her, she comes, she has a child, obviously, and she has no man, we assume, since we see none, and it was not kosher for to be in public as a woman without a man or being without being accompanied by some man it doesn't tell us anything about who accompanied her we just know she's desperate so desperate she's willing to risk being in public and being a Canaanite she's not even of the Jewish culture not only is she a woman not only do we see her without a man but she has a child, but she is also not an Israelite. And yet she obviously heard of what Jesus was doing. Some of you listening to me today have not considered yourself on the in crowd of those who could get a prayer answered. Whether it be your life, the way you've lived, what you've done, you may not feel like I'd even deserve for God to answer this prayer, but you're desperate, and the prayer's not for you personally, but it's for one you love. That's something else you ought to note about her. She's praying for somebody else. And she finally finds Jesus, desperate as she was. Listen to her, her plea. It's an excellent prayer. She cried out, Lord, she knew something about the scripture, obviously. Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. When she prays that prayer, then she says, my daughter, my daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. We don't talk much about possessions of demons today, even though it is prevalent in our culture, in our society. But many illnesses and sicknesses and maladies that, are, that we're suffering within our homes and our families are caused by demonic intervention. We don't, we don't want to talk about, particularly in the church, we don't want to talk about, about demons because it's, it, the stigma is if there's demonic activity in your life, how could God be active in your life? And this woman, without shame, without fear, she comes and she impositions herself. And she approaches the Lord. Her prayer is amazing. She understands who she's talking to. 
And so she, she begins her prayer with, Lord. And you know, prayers that get answered are prayers that are prayed from the heart of those who understand who they are approaching. She said, Lord, son of David, have mercy. Obviously a woman, though a Canaanite of the scripture, she understood that it was the promise that the son of David would come and he would be the one that would have healing. He would be the one that would restore. He would be the one that would forgive. And she obviously heard about what Jesus had been doing in villages and towns and cities. And she said, I've got to make my way because obviously nobody else around me can do anything about this possession in the life of my daughter. We're not told how it came about, but we know that it's so. And so she cried out to him, son of David, have mercy on me. Maybe we should note that prayers that get answered are prayers that not only address who you're talking to with respect, knowing he's able to answer, but also those prayers that get prayed understands the, the attitude in which the pray, prayer ought to come forth. She's, she's not talking about how good she is or how much she's owed a favor or a blessing. She says, have mercy on me. It means the one who needs mercy is the one upon whom judgment is due. She says, give me mercy, Lord. My daughter. And you know, I want to say this to you that those of you, those of you who are parents, when we're talking about sons and daughters being caught in the web of demonic intervention, you're needing to cry out to God, say, God, please help me, help my daughter, help my son. This is for you today. And this woman makes her way to him and begins to, to, to plead with him. And she prays an incredible prayer. You ought to check out the way she prayed. But I, 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 before I look at her prayer, I want you to notice something. Jesus responds. It's amazing. Jesus says nothing. What do you do when you've been praying and you get no answer? Some of you, that's the way it's been. And she prayed and nothing, not a word came from the mouth of the Lord. In fact, it was his disciples that began to basically, basically want her to go away. And Jesus speaking not to her, but to his disciples. He said, I, I wasn't, I didn't come, I wasn't come for these. I was come, I, I, I'm come for the sons and daughters of Israel. And those of you who are racially sensitive today because of what the media has put upon us might have a fit at, the, at this scripture. But Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. This Canaanite, this darker-skinned woman, this woman who comes most, most likely near, near to, closer to, to, to the continent of Africa, crying out for Jesus, Jesus acts as if, at least it appears that way, that he's not concerned about her. And, and, and I want you to notice where, what she does. Not saying a word, this woman, he, she doesn't get up, she doesn't leave, she doesn't cuss him out, she doesn't, she's not indignant to him, she's not crying white privilege. She stays there in the presence of the Lord and, and waiting for a response. It's amazing to me how Jesus treated her. It seems wicked. It seems evil at first until you look a little closer. Because prayer 
It's not about the words. It's about what's coming out of your heart. Jesus looking at where her attitude is. Obviously, he saw something down in her that others did not see. This woman, she, she, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm using my imagination now when I say I, I wouldn't even doubt if she would come a little closer. Lord, help me. It's not right for me to give. It's not right for me. It's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Jesus, are you calling the woman a dog? And the woman doesn't move. She doesn't get into neckology. I can't believe. She doesn't talk about mansplaining. But she, in her humility, she stays there in his presence. Toss the bread. You mean to tell me that miracles are the children's bread? Who are the children? The, the, those who believe. And at this point, Jesus is talking about the sons of Israel. And yet this woman, this one, this woman, this woman, she becomes a child. Remember Jesus said, this is the children's bread. You need to look a little deeper to know what children he's talking about. When Jesus says the children's bread, he's talking about the children of, of Abraham. And he goes on later and he says, you know who the real children of Abraham are? They are the ones who believe, not the ones who are born Jews. This, Jesus looks at this woman and she, she looks back at him and when he says it's not right to toss this bread of miracle it's not right to toss this bread of deliverance to the dogs and immediately she says yes Lord oh my God she understands she's, she's, it's almost as if she says I might be a dog but I don't need much All I, I know who I'm talking to just a crumb is all I need. My God, what faith. She said even the dogs eat the crumbs that have fallen from the master's table. In other words, she would not be denied. Jesus answered the woman, woman, you have great faith. I'd like to believe that when Jesus looked at her and said, you have great faith, I'd like to believe that Jesus might have had a, a, a look of pleasure on his, on his face. I'm looking at somebody who understands and who believes. And then Jesus began to speak. And, the, and Jesus answered the woman in verse 28. Woman, you have great faith. It's amazing when you, when you look at her prayer, she prays a, a, a beautiful, a perfect, a simple prayer. Maybe we should examine that in this new norm of praying, how you ought to be praying to get a prayer answered. Hmm. Her prayer was according to the way Jesus taught us how to pray. I wonder, is that the way you pray? Number one, short. Long prayers are not necessarily the prayers that get answered. Long prayers can just be repetition. Long prayers can be thinking by, because of the, the, the length of your prayer is whether or not you get it answered. No, that's not the way it works in heaven. That's not the way it works with Jesus. Can I tell you short prayers that are powerful prayers get answered? Sometimes a prayer of help is enough. Her prayer was humble. Can anyone, who see, can anyone who sees himself as a slave of the devil beg with too much earnestness? 
to be delivered from his curse. No, I'd, I'd say to you that this woman, she's thinking if I come to Jesus, he'll give me what I need. I don't know what it cost her to get to him, but whatever it cost her, she paid it. For many of us, all it takes for us to get to him is just to bow our head, to clear away all of the other outside extemporaneous sounds, to shut off all the mechanisms, to, to, um, to get, get quiet, to, to get alone. You, you, he's near you, the Bible says. He's even your mouth. He's near you. Prayers that are, are, are get answered are short prayers, humble prayers. Prayers full of faith. All I need is a crumb, Jesus. I don't need the whole loaf. I know who I'm talking to. You can surely, you can spare a crumb because even when you, when you serve bread, a crumb will fall on the ground, a bird, a rat, a mouse, a grab up a crumb. I don't care how you, well, how you see me. That's not important. What's important is that I can get the crumb so my daughter can be, can be delivered. When you have faith, you persist. Humble prayers, short prayers, prayers full of faith. Fervent prayers from the heart. She was not polite. She kept begging him, Lord, help me. And yet her prayer was still, though begging, respectful. And again, she says, Lord, she said, son of David. Hmm. The one title referring to God's heavenly authority. For those who pray from earth to heaven, son of David. Have mercy on me. And so how do you get a prayer answered? Well, pray the right prayer. Pray, the, pray in the right attitude. Address him for who he is. He's Lord and Savior. That acknowledges who you are in need. Come fervently out of the heart. Let desperation motivate you to pray. Sometimes desperate prayers are prayed soft. Sometimes desperate prayers are prayed in a scream. But I tell you what, when they come from the heart and they're simple and they're full of faith, God will hear you. What is it that you need God to do? What desperate situation are you in right now? I'm speaking to you in the name of Jesus. Those of you who somehow maybe had given up on the fact that God would answer a prayer, don't come looking at well, how much you deserve it. Come looking how able he is to answer it. Don't let your race, don't let your position in life, don't let your economic position, don't let your gender, don't let your culture dictate to you whether or not you deserve an answered prayer. This woman transcended all of that and said, Jesus, don't listen to those who attempt to make Jesus' culture the thing that separates him from other people. Know that Jesus, though born a Jew, is the son of God. And he's flesh and blood like you and I. And yet all God and represents every single one of us. So come to him regardless of your culture. You're not special because of your birth. You're special because of your worth. And that worth is determined by God himself. And when you pray, open your heart to God. Know that he will answer you. Know that he's ready to answer. And if your answer is silent, persist. God 
loves your persistence. Don't lose heart and don't lose courage. Which one describes you best? When Jesus say, says, oh ye of little faith, or are you the one that he says, I have not seen such great a faith in Israel. Let that one be your, let, let that last one be your epitaph. Let it be the sentence over your life because of the persistence of your praying. God, God who releases angels, who is glorified when your prayer is answered, he will answer you. So take the need. Take the need that you have before God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, bow your heads with me. Some of you need that desperate place. In that desperate place, you're in, you need to cry out to God by receiving the word of the Lord today, by praying according to the word of God by persisting in prayer until the answer is realized, by standing your ground in spite of what anybody else is saying until God answers. And your answer will be glorious and God will get the credit and you will get the deliverance. But God hates everything that is promoted by demonic presence. It's his desire to answer your prayer today. Father, in the name of Jesus, release the anointing to break the power of any demonic intervention. Let it be a miracle, Father, in the name of Jesus. That which medicine and psychology cannot do. Come and, and, and move away, Father, by the power of your resurrected blood. Come against every demonic possession and demonic intervention and let Christ be magnified and let the risen Lord be glorified make it so when they pray in Jesus mighty name and amen